0: Hello everybody, welcome to a special episode of Cantina MX Football Podcast. We're back with episode 334, Pumas empty-handed, and we now have eight teams left that will compete for the title. We're live on Twitter Spaces tonight, and we have a full panel. So let's get this going. How are we all doing tonight?
1: I'm good, dude. You you call me you calling me fat?
2: <laughs> I think we're all part of the chain gang here.
3: <laughs> Saludos, gentlemen. Good to be here again.
0: Welcome back, Super Elbow Drop. We got Gascarita Legend with us tonight as well. Uh, if you're listening in on Twitter Spaces, let us get us going, and then feel free to request to speak. We're also uh, casting simultaneously on YouTube. So if you just want to shoot us a quick answer, a quick question or a comment, hop on our YouTube channel and we'll be monitoring the live chat. I'm going to kick things off going back to the Champions League final between Pumas and Seattle. Uh, They had a split at home, 2-2. Pumas were up 2-0 and they conceded two goals and had a meltdown towards the end. And they had to go to Seattle. And they ended up getting trounced 3-0. And for the first time in 20 years, 22 years, an MLS team has finally won the Champions League. And ironically, Pumas uh, were the team that last goofed this up uh, when they lost to Saprisa in 2006. Up yeah, until then, then I, up until then, it had been a 16-year run for Mexican clubs owning this trophy. Uh, go yeah, ahead, I,
2: Ironically... Vergara owned that Tapirsa team. When they won, he, he was the <laughs> owner. And, and you know what surprised
1: me? Hey, hold up, me, guys. Pe- Jolie, hold on one
2: second. <laughs> <laughs> okay. uh, too too harsh on the on the Pumas, but uh, it, what surprised me with with Zapriza was because he 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 went Chivas on them, saying uh, we're just playing with Costa Rica, you know. Just with Ticos Costarricenses and they won the league. They won the they won the Concacaf title. And as soon as he he um you know returned the team, they they went in back and got a bunch of Argentines.
4: Wait, I
0: thought Sabisa only played with Costa Ricenses.
2: No, that was just briefly. That was just you know Vergara's gimmick. I thought it was gonna work.
1: <laughs> he did. He uh. He yeah. He moved to that for a little bit, right?
2: Yeah. And then they, they're like, "Nope, not for us."
0: Unfortunately, we don't have Cheeky's with us tonight. He's been
1: hiding. He's, <laughs> He's been MIA. Nah, man, his his internet is down. It's a big monsoon over there, uh, and <laughs> we might Texas. have
0: to put him on the side of a milk carton. Maybe put Amber Alert out for him. I uh, haven't seen him since. The double elimination. Uh if you guys watched that match, it was pretty one sided. Seattle basically owned the match. Uh there were a few instances where Pumas maybe showed a, a sign of life, but in the end, Diaz, ex Liga MX player, ended up being the protagonist in this one. And uh and now you got all these MLS fans claiming that we're we're equals. And uh they're they're saying that the gap has now been closed. How do you guys feel about MLS winning this and uh, uh was, and you know, uh, continue to put Saul in the open wounds? It, let, let, it was
2: bound to happen, Jaime. Let me they
0: let me just let me just recap win. real quick. Uh we, we lost the nations league final, we lost the gold cup final, we also lost the qualifying match between the United States. Now we got this that uh we lost as well. So it's been a yeah, compl- close,
2: is di- close, close is different. I I, I wouldn't mix it. I, uh, I wouldn't they're, make- they're
0: using it all against us. We got uh, players in Europe sitting on the bench while you got, you but know, all these... behind me,
2: who cares? Dude?
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm just trying to build like, this narrative that I'm hearing.
2: I know, but it's like that. What is it? Correct me guys. If, if I'm saying it wrong, uh, the lions doesn't care about the sheep or something like that.
1: Hey, you it's, know what though? Isn't Mexico like, uh, like OM four or 0 in five uh, this past year?
2: Mexico's with. play finals with Brazil, man. What? Who no, no. Well, it's all—it's my
1: man. point. It's all relative, yes. right? Because it's all the yes, state of Brazil, Brazil is a, for them. It
2: is uh, Brazil calls is.
1: Mexico matchup. Uh, Philippal calls it a clasico, but yeah,
2: I'm not
1: discussing. Have. I'm not discussing Mexico's pedigree. I'm discussing the record, or at least I'm trying to point out the record this past year, including Liga MX. Uh, uh the past year was it a. Uh, I mean I don't pay attention to these things but what what wasn't there a league's cup that they also lost to the MLS teams? They
0: did not lose the league's and cup.
1: So, and some other Moleto tournament?
0: <laughs> uh no, they they didn't yeah. they didn't lose the league's cup. I forgot who won it, but it was not it was not lost by a Mexican club. I think Seattle was <laughs> in that final. But nonetheless, <laughs> this is all correlated, right? I mean, this is a state of of Mexico.
1: Uh the t- uh,
3: Well, I I I'm I I I'm
1: sorry go ahead profe. Uh go ahead, Obo, I'm sorry.
3: No, no, it's fine. The the way the way I look at this thing is, is like this, right? The 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 the, the CONCACAF Champions League, that was bound to happen. You know, that's a 16-year run's a good run. The the club thing, I mean you're you're going to have teams teams winning it here and there, right? That, that that aren't from Mexico. Uh as far as like Nations Cup and all that other stuff, it's it's cyclical. Back, back, let's see the u.s was beating but mexico from 2002 till i don't know how many years right where they were kind of having ownage and then mexico gets there and i'm throwing up the air quotes uh, generacion dorada <laughs> and then they start kicking the crap out of the u.s right on a regular basis it, it's all cyclical yeah. with that stuff so i don't even worry about it too much the u.s is yeah. on a, the, the u.s national team's on a good run they got some good players and and uh, they've been better, but I, well, I, I don't see it as a domination.
2: I'm add to what you say, Codazo. Uh, cyclical in the region. But yes. internationally, internationally, Mexico's been head over heels. It's going to take the region. I forgot what it was. Well, I was seeing the stats, and I think it's going to take like, the MLS teams like, almost 20 years if they're to catch up in titles of, of that D- cup.
1: Do you and remember? So, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Joey.
2: Go ahead. Okay. No, that's all right. Uh, and so it's the same thing with with selección when when we look at, you know, how long is it going to take for the rest of the region to catch up in tournaments? And and I know they they'll downplay. They'll say the youth tournaments, but look how long it took Brazil to win a gold medal. Uh, you know, and the fact that Mexico kept them from it and. You know, 2011 and, and just winning it in London. That was it 10 years America. ago, dog.
0: I'm talking about right Doesn't
2: now. Matter. We, we still got it. I know, but we're talking about the region. Who else has that? Who else has done you know- stuff like that, like beating – like even Gold Cups. Mexico has beaten Brazil, like in two Gold Cup finals. They they beat them at under 17, and then they beat them in uh, Confederaciones. So it's it's – dude, I mean – what better team to beat, you know, to kind of establish yourself. And so, yeah, when, when we're seeing the vitrinas, the, the region doesn't, you know, they're empty, dude. They don't have none of that stuff. And for them to even come close, it's going to take them a long time.
1: I think as soon as, uh, do you guys remember that blooper with Gonzalo Pineda's team? Uh, what is he? Uh, Atlanta United, that corner they try to take? They ended up in. Uh, I think they ended up conceding.
2: So you it. don't watch MLS.
1: No, you guys, <laughs> you, you guys shared that teams, clip. I don't players. watch the games. But, <laughs> but with that is a
2: Jersey uh, color, there yeah, was a that, clip.
1: that 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 clip, that particular clip, made the rounds on on Twitter, and you guys were sharing it because uh, they, it was just, you know, it just needed the Benny Hill theme to it. So,
2: <laughs> yeah. Oh, do you mean the players like fumbling?
1: Yeah, they just completely ruined that corner kick. Jolie, you must have. I'm surprised you don't recall it, but it it was pretty hilarious. Uh, I mean, you can't really criticize Gonzalo for, uh, you know. I mean, it it, it would have been an effective play, but the the players didn't have the skill
2: for it. Juan, if it was on Twitter, you you know the. the, I follow the other Twitter. The the other. Oh, you're on.
1: You're on. on There was a there was a wasn't there a parlayer too? But uh, my point is that it, I mean, the, once they start cutting out those bloopers and they have less of them, then you can say, hey, you know, because it's not just the top teams. Um, uh,
2: you you know where I think the gap is closing. to with
1: Liga Mix. I think I think the bottom, like they got to bring up their the floor of their teams too, and well, then you could be like, hey, yeah, they got something yeah, going. Well,
2: it's it's gonna be with the extranjeros when they have, and that's the one thing that Seattle had. Two really good foreigners in Lodeiro and Rivas, or Rivas, it, and I had even said it, which. dude. Watch out for those guys, man. If they can make a difference, it's them. And I've I've always lamented Rivas leaving. That no team tried to keep him, but I think he wanted to leave. And, but just a really great player all around. And if once we see mm-hmm. a, a more MLS teams with that caliber of players, then we will see more close games or them winning more. I mean, that Galaxy with... Um, galaxy with, hasn't won um, shit.
0: Uh, I just want to let they, everybody know. they had
2: Ibramovich, and you know, they would have had one or two dudes. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe a Brazilian energy there, you know.
1: One notable... time,
2: dude, that, yeah. that well, team would something else.
1: Toronto got pretty close. They had uh, probably the best the best player in the tournament at the time. Uh What's, what's his name? Jovinko, Sebastian? Ah, uh, yeah. yeah. Another man-lit, five-foot. What five foot zero, four
2: foot
1: nine, <laughs> and he just he just dominated the tournament, man.
3: I mean,
0: Wikipedia says five four, just like um, Nenê uh, Beltrán. Oh,
3: I'm sorry. I thought you were <laughs> you were going you know, to tell us he made Ponder's that, look like uh, Dikembe Mutombo. <laughs> <anale>. <laughs> that's
1: about Jolie's height without botas, you know.
3: Damn. Yeah.
0: No, no. <laughs> <laughs> But getting back on topic here,
1: I, I can't this them. was
0: a notable victory for <laughs> Seattle Sounders. Uh, sold out stadium, broke the record. I think they had over sixty eight thousand fans, which is incredible for for a football match, uh, or should I say soccer? Um, but I mean, this is basically the cherry on top for for the United States. You know, complete domination uh, in in both the the national team and in the region for for them, and they'll be able to represent the United States in the Club World Cup. Maybe they'll get trounced in the first round, but, you know, I got to give them credit. Uh, As far as Pumas go, because I really want to talk about Pumas, uh, are they a disgrace? Are they an embarrassment? Are we over-exaggerating? Are we being a little bit too harsh on them?
2: Yes, exaggerating and harsh, both. They They played about, what was it, 10 games in a month, with the last one being against Chivas. But I think it was like something like nine games in 27 days or 29 days. You know, and with a limited squad they have, it's, it's, you know, that's a lot to ask. Uh, people say now that they should have just focused on one tournament. Can't blame them for trying to go for both.
0: Yeah, you can't blame them for... Getting that far and, 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 you know, beating Cruz Azul in the process. Let's not forget that.
1: <laughs> um, You know, it's tough. It's that was for John Jagu, wherever he is. <clears throat> he, he would be playing that clip right now.
0: And Ligini, you know, he did what he could with what he had, and he got pretty far. Was it a mistake trying to compete in both tournaments? Do you think that they should have let the foot off the gas as far as trying to get into Ligia. I mean, they weren't really doing that well and uh, they still try to go for, go for the win there. They didn't rest players. They didn't rotate players. Uh, Do you think that was a mistake?
3: No, I think they have a competitive nature, man. I, you know, uh, yeah, certainly they're not built for, for, for two tournaments, but I got to give it to them for wanting to, to, to compete in both, man. you, you don't you don't put your head down just because you know. Because it's not working out one place or another, man, or that you're tired. You're you're playing, man. You're playing to win, or you're you're playing to to, to get yourself through to the next round, or or win that championship. I don't blame them for it, uh, but yeah, no. Back back to Seattle, man. I I think you give all credit to them, though, man. And I hate that that I'm kind of putting down Pumas uh, <laughs> Bul- there a little bit, but all credit to them, man. They they you know. They they got the win and and uh, I rather not bash bash uh, Pumas because that also discredits Seattle.
1: Yeah, I I think this shows that it's not easy to compete in two tournaments, you know. Mm-hmm. And so you can't blame them for going for it, and then at the same time, you couldn't blame them if they if they pick one or the other, you know. Yeah, one
2: I over think the other. T- I mean. some people forget Chivas. Chivas went to penalty kicks in their own stadium.
1: Yeah, they lost that match. Wait, I thought we were talking about Pumas.
2: No, no, but I'm, you're saying, I'm going off yeah, of I'm what saying, you're saying, that it's not it's not easy.
1: Yeah, that it's not know? easy. And I think Pumas just showed you, it's not easy. They failed spectacularly. I mean, what was the score of this last game?
0: Uh, which one? The Champions League?
1: Yeah, the It was uh,
0: it was two two, and then 3-0 so five two aggregate. Yeah, so they lost then, five two global.
2: In the second half, the other goals you seem to drop in the second half. Uh, same with Chivas. We'll talk about that later.
0: Uh, we do have yeah. a request to speak, uh, Estevo. I see it. I acknowledge it. Give me a sec.
1: Oh.
0: All right, Estevo, welcome to the show.
3: Steve, you got to unmute.
1: Yo, give him a sec; he's still figuring it out.
4: Oh yeah, there we go. What's up, guys?
0: Hello, welcome to the show.
4: Hey, I just hey, what's up, man? I just want to know if failure on behalf of Pumas. What what happens to Santos? And uh the other Mexican teams that didn't even make it to to the final. And also segunda. Like
0: yeah, no, <laughs> 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 no you kinda of no cut out there. Puma, what was
4: that? No shame in Pumas, man. They have a, a sudamericana final stolen from them. This is you know, like uh like Elbow Drop said, this is cyclical man. It was bound to happen.
0: Yeah, but Pumas are the ones that that had to take it. And it's just ironic, you know, it was the last time that...
4: that It is. I remember that Sabrisa final.
0: Yeah. And and then, you know, kind of talking about the obvious uh, losing to Chivas. uh, I mean, did they even have a chance? No, I, I,
4: I mean... With the squad that they have, that that was, you know, I mean, Velar Ch- Chispa Velarde is still on the team. That should tell you just about everything about the state of that team. Wow. I think they they overperformed. You know, that's what Pumas does. <laughs> they really did, man. Yeah, they really do. I mean, that's that's A bunch why. of
1: overachievers there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they're over.
0: They're over here bagging. Sevens and eights are like, dude. You're a three. How are you doing this? What is going on?
1: <laughs> man, I'm rooting for you, <laughs> underdog. They're they're packing heat, man. Is what it is. <laughs> I wonder if
4: anybody's uh, switching alliances to an MLS team now that <laughs> now that they've won this final.
0: Uh, I'm already starting to see it on uh, the subreddit of Liga MX on Reddit. We're already starting to see people come out the closet and saying, "Oh yeah, you know, I'm supporting uh, my local MLS team now." It's, it's it's happening.
2: It's, I don't I don't blame it, but, that oh, though.
1: Jolie. Well, jo, you know Jolie's a lifelong uh, LAFC fan, right?
2: Lifelong. This <laughs> is like three years. Got something. a tattoo on his left <laughs>
1: uh, left cheek.
2: No, I I think uh, too much hate going around. But you could miss out if you know if, if you have a chance. You have a local team and you have a chance to go catch some live games. I mean, chance to see players like Chicharito and Vela. Yeah. <laughs> and at one point there was, I wanted to go no, see the, okay? the Trafico one game because they had, uh, you know, it was the Ibramovich versus Vela. Which, yeah, dude, was, they were scoring golazos, man.
4: <laughs> I was tempted to attend as well, to watch Vela and Chicharito play. Yeah. In one game, why not? Yeah! But, I mean... You're never gonna root for, <laughs> you know, for L.A.F.C. over Chivas, like <laughs> uh, there's just there's just too much history. I mean, like, you know, that's t- what is it? Sixteen consecutive years of, of winning the CCL final. It's not it gonna it, it was
0: tonight. time, you know. It was time for somebody else to take the reins, but. It's just the way it happened, it was embarrassing. You know, it wasn't a close game at all. Uh, you know, and it sucks because Pumas had it in the bag. 75 minutes, they had it in the bag and they just, they fell apart. And I think that was the, the beginning of the end right there.
2: Yeah, it in the amount of games they've been playing. If they had held on to that <laughs> 2-0
0: lead, it would have been 17 years of dominance. <laughs> um, but something happened in there. I don't know. Consensio
2: sure. Jaime. Constance you, it's. Fatigue. No, no chocomil, man. And uh,
0: after these matches, Pumas have already uh, announced uh, some departures. So they've gotten rid of uh, Sebastiana Saucedo and Jose Rogero de Oliveira. So maybe they're going to have to go back to the favelas and find another Brazilian to replace him. But let's talk yeah, about. I don't
2: know who's doing their scouting; just really quick, but they've been pretty spot on with some of the players they've brought in. You know, find bargain bin shopping, and they've talent like Tineno. It's it's that's been pretty impressive.
1: It hey, will PSG's might be cleaning house with Neymar and uh, and Messi, right? Or <laughs> Mbappe? You
0: know, Mbappe was spotted Mbappe, in Madrid so... today.
2: But I don't know what you mean by that comment. Juan, do you mean Puma should go after their players?
1: Yeah, I mean, if they're gonna clean house, might as well, you know.
2: (laughs) There's nothing to clean, man.
0: Pumas don't have any players, bro. (laughs) I have to leave. I think
2: that
4: the cantera is a myth by now, right? I mean, there's not any kids, and there's not a whole lot of kids coming through the pipes either.
2: Probably not what it used to be, but I think they're still they're still producing talent, which is not as abundance, but because we've seen, uh, you know, Pachuca and then like uh, Santos, some of these other teams that they step up their game with the Cantera. So, you know, it's it's Coincidentally, more spread they now. they got the
1: best facilities.
0: What happened? We lost the connection.
2: <laughs> yeah, I guess we're back. Not that you were talking, Henry.
0: I wasn't talking. It was profit. Yeah, profit cut
1: out. Well, uh, I was just saying, Joey's mentioning that uh, Santos uh, and uh, Pachuca are kind of ahead of the game in the or yeah, you know, they, developing they talent, it up. talents, and they, they're it? they're two of the clubs that really invested in their in their uh, in their facilities and their youth system, their coaches. Uh, the other one's Monterrey, but they're not really. Have
4: well, they America any too, they not treated,
2: but...
1: well, hey, guys.
4: So yep. sorry to sorry to steer you away from that topic, and and as a, now I consider myself an, an aficionado now, right? I, I, I'm I'm out of the loop, but on paper, yes, that uh, the national teams had a bad run, right? The last couple of years, and I know yep. it's you know these things come in cycles, but. At least on paper, when I when I I don't keep up with the national team as much as I, I, I used to, but looking at the roster, you see like we still have a good amount of talent and and the sa- you know the same amount of players, if not a, you know a few more, playing in Europe than we did five to seven to ten years ago when we were spanking them regularly, right? So what what's 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 going on? Is it is it the coach? Is it do we need Chicharito back?
3: I think uh, the the uh, Jaime Hoyle and I talked about this before some some past podcasts, and there's a lack of uh, competition even with the domestic league, right? And sometimes some of these domestic league players were pushing some of the European based players. Well, and I, yeah. think, that, the, the I big, think that's what's lacking.
0: The big problem is the the players that we do have abroad. Uh, only a handful of them are playing consistently. Most of them are sitting on the bench. Uh, and, and these are like our best players, you know, on paper, you know, look at the old lightness. He hasn't really gotten too much of an opportunity. Um, you had Raul, who is not the same player since his injury. Uh, Ache Ache went to Atletico Madrid and now he's got a contract at Houston Dynamo. So, I mean, we have players, but they're just not playing. And, you know, one can argue that we have better players right now that are in form, that are playing every single game. Uh, in Liga Mekis, but Tata, uh, for some reason, has his preferences and he keeps choosing uh, the same suspects, the same same ones, but they just haven't been performing. And we also have a, a striker crisis at the moment. We don't really have somebody scoring goals. And uh, and that's another issue. Yeah, I
4: mean, how many goals has Raul Jimenez scored since he got back from his uh his injury, like two, three goals?
0: He's been on a dry spell, man. I can't recall the last time he scored
4: yeah it's been it's been a minute. so Why you is she with... being called back
0: uh we've speculated a bit on the podcast before. It had to do with something with uh image rights. He was trying to get more money, and his way of going about it uh was seemed unprofessional also you know he he is. Known to be a party animal and basically uh, not not that kind of image and type of uh, environment yeah. that the that the federation wants for yeah.
2: the he younger players. Into, he took girls into the hotel where the players are staying at, and they say then, even uh, on the same flights. They, they were saying even they were even on the same flights.
1: Yeah. <laughs> then uh, the one of the national team yeah. the. The FMF employees also he he had to fall on his sword and and get well, fired, right?
2: Fall on his sword. Uh, no, well, they that guy like helped him coordinate the, you right. know, and, putting him in. Didn't he and, go,
1: and he went public. He went public saying, "Hey, the he
2: the went public that after to I think because they they fired him, and then he's like, hey, like, vouch for me." And they were like, "You're on your own, dude." <laughs> so yeah. that's. That was part of it, but yeah, cause
1: he um, took the fall. He took the fall for them.
2: Each got too big for the team, man. It's like, and I think he stepped on John DeLuca's because they were saying that they bumped his wife out of one of the flights to put the ladies in there. And so I, I could see the problem, and I know a lot okay, of people. Put have, by, yes, they've blamed I mean, uh, Tata, that but that part is
1: speculative, Jolie. But if it's true that uh. This guy took the fall for them. I think it speaks to Cheech's well, character.
2: But you know, you know what? The, At least it, me did, me hap- anime, it they- did happen, though. It did happen because those Which girls part? sort of, the girls being with the team, flying with the team and being in the same hotels, because they documented through like Instagram. That's how it all came out. Like, you know, how oh, the, the
1: girls were the brunch. Did,
2: They were in the, no, they were taking pictures from inside the hotel room, dude.
1: That right. Was,
2: yeah. Oh, and there was brunch too, man. They these guys were. Yeah, man. it's is a bit too much there. Um, but yeah, that was that was that's been a big part. But so, I think so uh,
4: got, yeah, that's that sounds like a lot of drama.
2: Yeah, so and they they say the was with. <laughs> yeah, and then John de Luisa, you know, because um, when all that happened, Tata vouched like he he sort of was protecting the players. So, I do believe the the speculation that it's John Luisa that's like.
4: So needless to say, F- F- not going back to the national team. Well,
0: you know, they're
2: saying that he. As of, of, as of oh, late. Really...
0: Yeah, they like a. Appolo- it sounded like he might come back. I uh, thought that did acknowledge his current form.
4: And I mean, quite honestly, we could really use him at this point. Because the last. Well, he has five goals,
2: but Cisnero has four.
1: I mean, he's scoring in a kindergarten league. How you know how much help well, is he really going to be against, insane. like, she's, she's Brazil's has defense? He's
2: just one behind
3: him. You know, Francis. I did see something on Twitter pop up on how he's on a little bit of a dry spell now. So not only is he uh, – oh, now he's not scoring he, in this kindergarten league. He must be league.
2: excited for um, – Call of Duty, because they're going to have King Kong or something like that.
0: <laughs> uh, he did score last week, but he missed a pretty big open net uh, uh, this week. Um, but there was rumblings that, you know, he might come for the uh, the Nations League. Uh, there's already certain players that have been called. Um, Pizarro good. and Acevedo are, are some of the names that are have been secured for uh, the Nations League this summer. So but I mean,
1: a lot of has-beens. But besides
4: Chicharito. <laughs> besides Chicharito, I mean there isn't any other like key player we could snag, right? I mean, or that that this is it basically.
1: Alexis Vega, that's his name.
3: <laughs> that's his name. That that is your answer right there. That guy's it's that guy's true. playing really well. Yep. Well, I thanks mean, for
4: the- eleven guys.
2: Yeah, anytime.
4: Well, we do,
0: we do want to talk about repechaje. We had quite some interesting results over the weekend. Uh, fun fact, all the games apart from the Chivas-Bumas game had to be settled via penalty kicks. What's up with that?
2: Hey, I mean, we've been talking about this. Jaime just shows how even the league is they and most of the teams are pretty evenly matched um that's what makes the i would say the league so exciting where you know um teams they that were underdogs
1: either right absolutely Not, and that's why
2: it's it's why it's maintained and that's why bundesliga came to max recently i don't know if you gentlemen saw that
0: they're taking notes. They're trying to make the league more entertaining. Um, but they
2: did, Yeah, they they talk about, right?
0: Yeah. I mean, if you look at the last 10 seasons in Bundesliga, it has been undisputed by Bayern Munich. They've won all 10. Uh, you look at France, you have PSG winning 8 out of the last 10. You look at Italy, Juventus has 9 out of the last 10. Uh, Only in England and in Spain, we've seen some sort of a split with uh, five by Barcelona in the last 10 years and five by Man City could be six uh, for Man City this season. So um, the biggest leagues in the world, man, they have this long season format and everybody loves it. But here's the thing. The long season format in Europe works out because they have a prestigious knockout tournament, which is the Champions League. They have Europa League. Now they have the Conference League. So they have like three different knockout te- uh you know competitions european competitions uh that involve the entire region and then they also have like a domestic cup that they also have a knockout phase with with liga mexi's i don't know if we would get that sort of entertainment if we went to a long season format i don't know if if we would benefit from that but what i can tell you is ligia is the money maker and mexico is money oriented They're, they will only do something if it has some dollar signs attached to it and that is why we have this format and that's why we even expanded the original format from eight teams to 12 to get even more teams involved and to make it even more entertaining and get the ratings and all that um we had cruz azul necaxa who i mean cruz was winning up until the last minute necaxa tied it up they went to penalties and and cruz won but uh would you guys want the long season format to return or or do you guys like like this format
2: I like long season, uh, my my thing has always been uh, long season with Liguilla for the cup tournament. So play the season and then the top eight play, uh, and, and you don't have to have a long season, the two combined. You could just do the way they have it now, but points, first place is the winner, the champion. Like apertura, and then they qualify for like a cup tournament, and so on and so forth. So if you could have two league champions a year, hey, you could have two cup tournaments. And I'm gonna go off something Colasso said last week. Winning these type of tournaments, it, it you know, it's a boost of confidence to players, and and even uh, creates more passion for fans. So I think that's that's a one positive of that.
0: You realize by agreeing to this long season format, Chivas would had had to give up some of their league titles that they've won over the last couple of years because they a haven't been they haven't been in first place for a long time as far as like points go.
2: And they still would have had their the majority won. Yeah, but I mean, I think that would force teams to play different because they've become a bit, you know, conformistas, knowing that all you need is getting to that or finishing that top eight. So I do think that, you know, once you know that it's it's the long season, the long game, it will change things, the way the teams plan, you know, the the way they they go about My building issue, their teams yeah. and all.
0: My issue with the long season format is it, it works really well in other leagues, you know, because... Inside of a league battle, you obviously have teams that are just not going to have a chance. Uh, you look at the Premier League, yeah, there's no way a, a team like Watford or Leeds United can win the title when you have Man City spending billions of dollars. They just acquired Erlen Haaland today. I mean, how do you compete with that? There's there's battles within within the table. So you got maybe four or five teams going for the title. Then you have the mid-pack teams going for Europa you know they're they're trying to get a, a spot in Europe so they can either compete in Champions League or Europa League or Conference League, and then you have the relegation battle at the very bottom, and and all those games have they're entertaining in in their own right because you have all these things going on within it's a game within the game. But in Mexico, it's a closed loop system. We don't have relegation right now, so you don't really have that to, to pay attention to. We don't have Libertadores that we could qualify into, so there's no incentive for a team to not you know to to finish mid-pack or whatever it's like you go for the title or, or it's basically you're wasting your time there needs to be other incentives for these teams that let us be realistic are not going to win the title in a long season format like a Mazatlán a Juarez you need to give them an incentive to to try and and I think the, that's the problem in Mexico if we were able to compete in Copa Libertadores and Copa Sudamericana if we were able to have Copa Mequis return um, I, mean, I know we got the leagues cup with the MLS, but it needs to be a little bit more prestigious. You got to give the teams a little bit something to, to fight for. And that's why Ligia right now, it works because, you know, since it's been implemented, I mean, look at how many teams just in the last 10 years have have had the title. We've had over 10 unique champions in the last 10 years. That is that is awesome.
3: I think that's great. My you only know, issue I mean, with was... go ahead, go ahead, Profe.
1: Uh, yeah, I, I think I'm going to make a – go ahead, Elbow.
3: No, all I was going to say was, I think my only issue with ligia is is when it comes to to coaching, it creates sort of a coaching carousel because uh, directi- directivos, uh, uh, you know, they have the quick hook. So, so if if a guy has a plan, right, and he says, you know, in two years I want to have this team playing this way you know, there, there's no way that, that the coach is able to, uh, to implement that plan, right. For long-term success. That said in terms of excitement and, 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 and having that, that parody where, where pretty much anybody could win it, it is exciting. Right. And I, and, and, and I do enjoy it the way that it is. The only, the only negative for me is, is I think the coaching carousel.
2: Yeah. Coaching. And then the, with the youth, because you have a, You know, you have Mm -hmm. to, you have like not so much time to, to get results. So a lot of times they're, they're, they're not willing to gamble on a youth player. And if you're a coach and your job, you know, it's going to be a risk. Then you're just not, you're going to leave those players out. Um, Tuca gets a lot of flack for not really playing youth. And then at the same time, he's the coach that's never been sacked. You know, he's he's always finished, no matter what club he's been with, he's finished the season, and he, he's done pretty much his whole career like that. Um, and it's the same with other coaches sometimes. So it's like, you know, they might get a bad rep, but it's it's also their job is on the line. So you, you can't blame them as much. And we went through a list of like uh, – the number, the number of minutes players under a certain age got for top leagues, and, and Liga MX was, you know, pretty bottom of the barrel, uh, which is something that we've seen is hurting Chivas because they can't find players because the other teams aren't really playing them, and so they're not developing talent because there's no incentive to do it. You could just go get a Ruiz you know, from Peru or or find a dinero, and that's that's gravy. That's gonna help you in the in this short tournament. But I do think uh, for the national team, which is now different because if you're a league owner, you're not gonna make money if the national team is successful. You're gonna make money if your team is successful. So there's no, you know, again, no incentive for them to to make talent, but. I know most fans are more for they're more national team fans and club fans and ultimately, yeah you want you want clubs producing only in the talent US as. though No, I mean any league, any league you look at how many teams are creating talent and, no, and the, that,
1: the part about the fans being uh, fans of the national team over the nah, club No, dude, I, I that, see it,
2: I do I see it a lot with League MX. I mean every time you see someone talented and everyone starts saying oh chivas is going to ruin him or he should leave to <laughs> europe that's what they're saying is we need this guy for that's, the Selección. who, who that's cares that's because man? they're anti
1: chivas chivas fans but no, it's, it's it's pretty really it's mean... a pretty
2: common sentiment the national team you, you'll, has you'll played... be surprised
1: yeah not at every club because i know the national team has played a certain club teams and they're actually they're getting booed and they're getting shit thrown at them um you know so i don't think that's that's widespread as you think it is or as you claim it is in think, the u.s yeah all the i think the casuals
0: the casuals latch on to the national team and, and watch the world cup every four years and go to the partidos moleros they don't necessarily know uh you know the players individually or can name them so i think a lot of the casuals show up and and you do get that but there is a, a huge interest in liga MX. it's the most watched uh soccer league in the united states so i, I definitely don't don't think that's true but Juan, what were you going to say about the long season format? Are you against it or are you with it?
1: You know, I I used to be for it. I think, I mean, if if the the teams that would uh, succeed would obviously be the ones that are good at long term planning. Um, the strong administrations would last longer. I mean, Pelaz would probably have like ten rings by now. You know, because he's really good at building teams for Liga MX. The,
2: the drawback is that this.
1: yeah the drawback <laughs> is uh i didn't say he's good for chivas i say
2: like he was about at to give time, you credit and then
1: yeah at the same time you know the the badly run clubs like chivas they'd be in second division third division by now if if we went to a long-season format with three teams moving down, well, three what, teams up.
2: With, with actual um, relegation, but Mexico hasn't had. They've yeah, been but, percentage well, for a long time. I mean, are we yeah.
1: cherry-picking long season, or, or, or we're...
2: We're not cherry-picking it. We're just saying how it's been. Uh, yeah, that, not well, sure that's exactly sure when they got rid of the relegation, but they moved hey, to...
1: My point. So, what I was saying... <laughs> Dude, I now you made me completely lose my point. Okay, we we first what that
2: food comes kicking How uh, you to ask the
1: question?
2: <laughs> no, like really hand quick, hand? just really quick. When we say long season format, that would be yeah, you don't you have apertura. Season, you wouldn't have apertura location. and clausura. <laughs> you would just have, you know, uh you know, just one tabla, you know, round robin. Home and home, you know. So yeah, I don't, so- I don't, I don't see that happening. I was talking about they would still have apertura and clausura, uh, similar to Argentina, where just at the end of the season, the team with most points is the campeón, and and like that, you you could still get different teams winning it.
0: Oh, instead of accumulating the points over the course of two. Two seasons?
2: Yeah, just each oh, season at, at the end. That's pointless. The...
0: I, w- I wouldn't. Well, see, uh, what's the point of having two short seasons? But it's still point based. I would just I, do one be, long, se- long one.
2: Well, I mean, it's still it's still hard, dude. It's it's, it's it's when you have a title race, it makes it that much more intense. I I, I every never, game, every yeah. game turns into a final at that point. If if you have two, three teams competing for the, you know, to finish first place. Each of their games, dude, is is a final.
0: Yeah, but if you're mathematically out of it, then what's the incentive? You know, and that's the whole but point. The,
2: but, those, but yeah, but because then I think it makes it more difficult, and that raises the prestige of the league. The more difficult it is to win it, you know, the more prestigious I, I it's going to be.
1: the short season format we have now. It makes it. Uh, it's like you can have a you can have a poor start. And still have a chance to win the championship. So especially now that they dropped it down to what twelve teams, yeah, and a shot to make the So I, you know, and and so you could be the 12th team and you're have you have a terrible start, but you you get better as the season goes. Uh, in the short season format, you still have a shot. Long season format, you'd be out of the race, and you'd be at best, you know, like in Europe where you're trying to make UEFA because you. You're
2: well, Yeah, but that's that's what I said. Like top have, top eight. And then so, they go into a cup. I mean I'm
1: not the cup back. tournament. That's just that's just what would happen, right? That's just what would happen. Or what happens now. You you, you know, a team like uh, like Chivas with Leano having a poor start and being in what? Tenth finished tenth in, in, in 17, 16, and just you know, five games later they're in they're in the liguilla spots and they look like a favorite. Um I don't think you would see that in, in the long season. And, and in a way, um, I mean, it, makes, it it gives you a shot no matter who you are.
0: Uh, Mazatlan had a real shot against Puebla. Uh, Puebla were actually winning 2-0, but Mazatlan clawed their way back and forced it to PKs. We're talking about the team in 12th position. We're talking about <laughs> a team that was a uh, meme for a while, um, but they they were able to force it to penalties against Puebla, who... Had a really strong start to the campaign, and Larcamón was starting to get rumored with America and and Chivas and the national team, and uh, they almost they almost got eliminated that quickly. Um, and then we did see an upset with San Luis. San Luis took out Vucetich. What's going on, Joel? I thought he was key minus.
2: Know. It's either he's losing his touch, or there's something rotten in Monterrey, man. And I mean, if you're gonna sack someone like Aguirre, a fan favorite, a player favorite, I, I, I'm gonna have to side with. There's something going on in that locker room, man. They need Olympia, they need Indio Amazonico to go in there, and they have to clean house, dude. Because, uh, I, yeah, that team should be too big to fail, you know? They spend a lot of money and they have no business losing at you know especially at home they lost at home and uh but to san luis credit throughout the league they they beat some pretty strong teams so you know
0: yeah but the if you if you look at the squad money wise it, how much they've spent i mean it's not even close rayals is one of the biggest spenders in mexico uh ended the season in seventh position with 26 points san luis ended with uh in tenth position um, so there was a big gap between them, and and San Luis ended up vi- uh, beating them. That was the that was a big upset.
1: You know these two failures with Aguirre and Vuce. I, I think it gives a little credence to uh, La Volpe's claim that the only reason Vuce won with that team was thanks to La Volpe building the <coughs> team and 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 setting the players straight. Well, you know maybe they need they need to call in a a guy like uh, La Volpe to build the team, get them going.
2: Wait, yeah, La Volpe a... Pio. La Volpe Pio. What team for who You
1: don't remember you his claims that? Who assembled that team? Which?
2: Equipo? Yeah, but which team? Monterrey. <laughs> I don't, I don't remember La Volpe being in Monterrey.
0: La Volpe never coached
3: Monterrey, did he? Yeah, he did. He did. He did. Yeah, he got canned and then,
0: Pull then it up, I Jamie. <laughs> there, oh, Jamie. Oh, two thousand eight.
2: Man, you're going back. That's some bullshit. was he there? Two thousand and
1: nine. He was there
3: a year, bro. A year. Full year. Were
1: you, were you watching soccer? I know you didn't watch the game, so that answers most of the questions.
3: <laughs> Anybody <laughs> ask him,
1: does, does Jolie know he didn't watch the games? He has to go back on Wikipedia and check the facts.
3: No, it's true, it's true. Uh, Cause uh, his thing when uh when went with that uh, with that uh with that team, he said uh <laughs>
2: Oh, ese equipo, okay, I get it. Ese equipo, yo, armé. I mean, he's yeah, just been all over the league. Meme was, I, I, mean, I do, but I mean, he's, the meme was pretty much any team. <laughs> that made it uh, difficult for me to know the context. Uh, yeah, he's just, he got to coach no, pretty he, much every team, man. He's
1: He specifically said it about uh, Busey about and Monterrey. Oh, uh, there you
2: go. Oh well, perhaps a, man. What's going on? I
3: I think I think Pichichi's, uh, Pichichi's here. Oh. I think he, he's waiting on a specific subject like profe.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, we've gone almost uh yeah, almost an hour without talking about Chivas. I think it's that <laughs> time of the of the night. It's hard not to talk about this team. I'm uh, sure you don't
2: want to do the America first. And then just close well, it. Uh, America
0: whoop. didn't play. They were uh, they had a bye week because they did finish in the top four, as did Pachuca, Tigres, oh, and, they, a- and they, Atlas. My bad,
2: my bad. All right, yeah, yeah.
0: America was by. Yeah. <laughs> um, we had uh, Guadalajara at home uh, beat Chia Pumas.
1: Yeah, I don't know. What you guys surprised though? They've always been that way. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well. Chicote started off things very early, 12 minutes in. But Diogo de Olviera bodied Orozco, a young player, and tied the game up only seven minutes after. And it took some really good football in the second half. Nene Beltran, uh, he was actually the birthday boy and ended up scoring what was one of the best goals I've seen uh, of this season. And then Juan Jose Macias and Alexis Vega... Put the nail in the coffin. Chivas win 4-1, riding a four – or, sorry, five-game oh, winning streak. Yeah. And are they favorites to beat Atlas in this matchup? They're going to be at home in both matches.
1: I don't know about
2: that. I really think Canelo –
1: uh, I don't think he wins the rematch, dude. Just, you know. <laughs>
2: No, I, I Atlas is pretty. What? Oh. faithful pretty faithful, Jaime. But uh, I don't think it'll be, it'll be that obvious uh, when they play at Jalisco. But uh, yeah, I would say they are, just because they're they're coming in, you know, on fire, and so that that should give them an edge.
0: Let's not forget, they're playing the champions. Atlas are still champions until someone takes that title away from them. And you're telling me that they're they're not the favorites.
3: Well, Atlas didn't. They're not. They're coming in playing pretty good ball too, man. They, trying to think what uh, over the last four or five games before they they came into league yeah, was, but I uh, I want to say if they lost one, they lo- if they lost the game, they lost one. They, out of out the, of the last
0: five, they won twice, drew twice,
3: and lost one. Okay. So yeah, they're, just...
2: they're,
3: they're not playing bad ball, so. No, I don't, but, I don't want to jump G. ahead of is, it, but
2: they are on fire though. You know, they,
3: they, they are coming in hot and, and they're playing good ball. They seem to be responding to, to what are you guys calling him, Dick chain.
2: Oh, I call him Lord chain. I don't know. Lord Dick Lord chain.
3: Chain. <laughs> hey man, that sounds painful.
2: <laughs>
3: <laughs> but yeah, no, they're, they're responding to him. They're playing a, a pretty decent brand of uh, football, uh, Decent,
2: this, just decent brand. You wouldn't say Go
3: no. It's it, no. It's 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 good. It's uh, I like it. I like I like Costco, the brand. That I I hate to say Costco this, brand, but Pumas.
2: you, you got to look
0: at the teams that they beat. I mean, come on. We had we did have kind of an easy. I mean, if we're looking at the five games that we've won, you know, Pumas, Let's be honest, they weren't the best. Yeah, and that's what a lot of people are saying. You know, hey, look, mm-hmm. like you guys beating a big whoop there. You know. We beat Pumas. Well, no, Nick.
2: Wasn't Nick undefeated?
0: We beat Tijuana. Uh, I think the only victory that I think was fair was Cruz Azul. I think that that was a good victory. But I mean, if you look at the last couple games to get on this five-game winning streak, I mean, the opponents that we had weren't weren't the best.
1: So but you
2: still have to win those games, though, Jaime. No, I agree. I agree. I, think, I, I, agree. I think,
1: and, and, and and then yeah, I don't think Leaño wins those games. You know, uh, I mean, to give. Dick Dick Chain some credit. Daniel probably doesn't win those games.
2: Can we just call him yeah, Dick Cheney? But yeah, you know, like even if, if some of those the teams were weak sauce, uh just that the players start regaining more confidence or or being in, in better form. Uh you have El playing playing uh you know better than he has than he was for a long time. he you know he he shot some fires at Busé, and uh, so Is you see really? him, You see, yeah, deservedly. You see him playing really good. You see uh, Vega playing good again. Macias, he scored what three goals now coming off, off of the bench. So you know, and he was coming from, you know, really bad season in Spain. So I I think when we start seeing all these players that are 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 beginning to. You know, perform.
1: And that at... isn't even uh, that isn't even Vega or Masia's final form. You know, especially Macias. I mean, he looks. You know, he looks like he's on been on vacation forever. Yep. I do need yeah, to he's remind. Also
3: coming off injury too, so, yeah. so that, that's oh, yeah. another yeah, part, that's part that's of
0: it. Another... I do need to remind you guys of two things. Number one, uh, unfortunately, uh, Canelo uh, did get injured uh, with that that play with Talavera. He's out for for twelve weeks. And then dude, and- even even
1: without that injury, he didn't have a chance against this Russian man. You're kidding me, right?
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh and also the other thing that we have to consider, um, there is no away goal. So the draw will go to Atlas if it has to go uh in that manner. So uh, the draw does nothing for Chivas. Chivas have to convincingly beat Atlas if they want to get past them.
1: Well, I think the most exciting part as a Chivas fan is is win or lose, we got Bielsa, you know, on the wings.
2: You mean Bielsa rumors?
1: Yeah, Bielsa rumors, and
2: they always the pop up. Though, man, Azteca, after ten years, I, I Juana, after ten years, I would think you you would stop believing them.
1: Well, you still believe in Santa Claus and Chapo de la Torre and Jose Real? Yeah. Y- <laughs> Real. So, yeah, so
2: I get presents too
1: with his energy. But there's a rumor I think of pushing for or at least helping Chivas to to land them. So, I mean, we'll see if all that noise is actually. Yeah,
2: so the the TV deal in in Mexico, Chivas TV deal is about to expire. Uh, Chivas has, they have like five, four or five deals in, um, I think one already expired or something like that that is called um and so they're saying that televisa is is gonna make a strong push because they have like a streaming service and they want
0: they have uh you know, vix they're pushing that really hard
2: yeah and they want chivas there man and uh, chivas doing good it's good for business all around and
1: hey, so Joe, will, you, will you give you get us some credit then for chivas tv no. was it
2: ahead of time <laughs> no it, I, no because that was never like it was a failure all around failure the whole they even got fined Eventually, a lot of times.
1: Completely.
2: yeah and then it no he gets no credit that, that was think, them just I think trying to stay face
0: I will say I think it was ahead of its time i I think now we not a lot of people don't have cable uh and they do stream I think that's more like more of a common thing now. I think when Chivas TV came out, we just weren't ready for it yet. We hadn't made that transition to to streaming internet TV. Um, no,
2: with, for, for them, but but Jaime, like the whole thing was that they they gotta promoted it as you know we're not going back to TV. Chivas, Chivas is not going back to TV, and they had fans believing that they were going to make X amount of money. You know, because they're saying Chivas has what four million fans. I could get half of them to pay a dollar or something. You know, hey. they, no, there no, was.
1: No. You know what? I was. I, I've I've been a subscriber of Chivas TV since it opened up. Two yeah. ninety nine a month here in the <laughs> U.S. All right, and, and I can this, tell you, man. When the you sound
2: like a Tupperware bender, dude.
1: Yeah, yeah, dude. <laughs> what do I get if I subscribe?
2: Let me see. The
1: website. The website. <laughs> You cannot it's impossible to find the games any games that you want to watch like it's
0: Oh, it's a shit it's show. It's like
1: spaghetti. Yeah. Yeah, their 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 interface is terrible. Like they should go back, redesign and be like, "All right, first team games here, youth games here, U20 games here, you know, and so on yeah. and so forth." They
0: they I hired a, a developer too. from Fiverr and just said, "Hey, build our entire infrastructure." <laughs> <laughs> from Fiverr.
2: that's what it feels like you know i i did subscribe to for a while because you know i felt the team was broke i wanted to pay a tith you know i wanted to i wanted to help and then it's like um you were seeing the games on on uh on youtube and i was like wait (laughs) why am i paying again and the the games are free on youtube
0: they were Uh, uh When they first rolled it out, it was all web based. They didn't even have an app, and you could, you know, they claimed, oh, you could just stream it right from your from the website.
2: I, I got it like the second year, and then the third, second year
0: they teamed up with uh, YouTube, and YouTube started hosting in the the matches. Um, but you had to have the subscription in order to watch it or something like that. I forgot how it worked, but now you have Azteca broadcasting those games on YouTube, and they don't have the geo location on, so. Uh, I've been able to watch these last couple of games with Martinoli and it's been a breath of fresh air uh, compared to uh, our Telemundo cast. They've just been really bad. You
2: know, I would have kept subscribing if they had like, like history. If they had archives. Yeah. If they would have been able to. Old games. Old
0: games. Because they have them.
2: Interviews, like long form interviews with legends and stuff like that. uh, Talking about the history of the team and. And things like that. But they have none of that stuff. If they had like a virtual tour, like, you know, check the stadium, check the way there's so much stuff they could have had. Um, or maybe just follow trophies, you know, like a reality. I, I think we at get this to point, see dude. his pool party, I, I would be there, dude. <laughs> <Good>. <laughs> I want to see all the drinking going on. At, at, this,
3: <laughs> at this point, I don't want to see a tour of the stadium. You see the condition that field was in, man? <laughs> That was, that play, was hot dude.
2: garbage. It's still from the cult, still suffering from the Coldplay concert. <laughs>
1: yep, I'm going Thursday. I'll see you there.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so with Walahara, you guys are saying that they're going to be the favorites in this matchup. Then
2: wait, Juwan, Juwan interrupted me. Man, he always does. We, TV, <laughs> I think the TV we we shouldn't overlook because I think that's going to help that could help Chivas a lot because they haven't been able to get a good deal in Mexico since they left Televisa and Televisa just cock-blocked and they just weren't letting no one, like, deal with with, uh, Chivas. And then Azteca sort of got it, but then it ended up being a crumb because I don't know if you guys remember, they ended up suing Chivas and then Chivas had to... um, let Televisa show the games and they did it for free. Like Televisa didn't have to pay them. And so that was part of it going back to the whole streaming thing was cause they were trying to negotiate a deal and they just couldn't, they couldn't get out of that stronghold. And it's costed them since not having exclusive rights because on open air, they were 11 million that's a lot. That's a big number. 11 million people watching. That means more money in sponsors, you know, from the shirt, from stadium, naming, you name it, dude. Because that's 11 million people watching your product every other week um or seeing your product being promoted. Um, and so. You know what?
1: Considering the way the team has looked, though, that's probably a blessing in disguise because.
2: I mean but, but they the don't Red care. You, you're, still they the you're still How gonna see it. You you're still gonna see the commercial did. though. It is I mean as long as they keep tuning in, you know, that's still that's still a big number. Um and and so the team doing because I mean Chi is not a team that's been consistent throughout the years and they and they've kept those numbers up. Uh so I mean now now it's like their contracts are sort of ending. And and a lot of stuff is changing, so it does feel like they might get more money than they had, at least in Mexico. Which even then won't be a lot, um, but it's still good news for a team that had been struggling to land a proper contract. So that that could mean they could bring in a couple of other yes, better la- players. <laughs> yes, well, there was taco. I wasn't gonna go that far. I was gonna go to. I think Corbelin was the name being floated around. He's in Spain, man. He's He just went to Celta Vigo. But they're saying he's, he's not playing or something. They're saying... uh nah,
0: he ain't coming back. Nah, he's just getting settled in over there in Spain. I, I honestly don't think of any player right now, uh, aside from a new goalkeeper, because Godinho didn't even make the bench. He was sent to the stands last game. So we don't have a goalkeeper. We have Wacho, but we do need some competition there. and. I would love Acevedo. I think he'd be a great fit. Um, apart from that, I mean, have we not seen that promoting from within has really panned out for Chivas, Pavel? Uh, he's been playing very well. Uh, bouquets obviously Beltran. I mean, do we really need to go out and, and buy players right now? I think the team is is gelling right now.
2: When when did Orbelin leave to, to right Celta? After, oh, that was... Uh...
3: Like, 6 months ago? Yeah, six this, months ago. This
2: is saying he only has 6 games in Celta man.
0: Yeah, but he's not going to give up 6 months in.
3: That might not be up to, that might not be up to him. The team might give up on him after 6 games. Uh he
0: did get some minutes in the last match. Uh Celta ended up winning that match, but yeah. I think he's still getting settled in over there in Spain. Um I mean, he was a free agent, so it's not like Celta Vigo are losing money on this deal. It's not like they had to pay anything.
2: He reading that Chacho Caudet said he never requested Pineda. Ouch. You don't want the coach saying that. And he even said they have players that fill that spot. And now he's, there's quotes that he said they're looking to find him a place on another team. So, I mean, the coach doesn't want you. If he doesn't have an EU passport... I really doubt another team is going to want him. So, uh, hey, man, you got to try some paella. You got to, you know, (laughs) eat churros or whatever and come back home, dude.
0: It sounds like Talavera won't be staying at Pumas, and there's a potential rumor that Goudinho might go there. Would you guys like, after all these years, to Talavera return home? Cantera why not prodigal son this guy's uh, almost forty years old do we really want him back
2: yeah why not no, no keepers could be you need you need like you need a, a season a season keeper man man
3: yeah, but this guy farts dust man that that's not a season keeper no, man
2: you don't think he's been i don't, I don't think for for pumas be.
1: Talavera was kind of uh, not a top keeper in the league. There's always like
2: he, he made selection, dude. What are you talking about? Yeah.
1: Oh yeah, dude. That, I think that's not a big feat considering uh, if you saw him play. You know, I think the the drawback with him, you know, and the the lack of character, like in big games, where he was really nervous. And I think now, where he's at the end of his career, do you really? You want to pay big bucks for him? Um, I just don't see it. So yeah, I think why, I like this. Why you guys want to get rid of Godinho. Is it an attitude problem, or I mean, dude, he's been some of his mistakes are wasn't questionable. He,
0: questionable. Yeah, it wasn't
1: yes, yeah, wasn't he bounced? He was bounced back from from Bordeaux because they thought he was uh, match fixing, or it was like. He was suspected of match-fixing over there.
0: He was at Porto B. He had some questionable uh, mistakes. And then he went to Cyprus, where he also had some goals that were pretty embarrassing. Uh, Comes back to Guadalajara. And this season, I can think of one or two. uh, One against uh, Pachuca, where he let the ball slip under his foot. And, yeah, I mean, I think after that, he started to lose... uh, lose the title i don't know what happened i don't know if Michel Leaño had something to do with it but yeah i mean we're going with Watcho right now he, luckily you know i will say uh, on the goal that we did concede against Bumas, i think Watcho should have done a little bit more there he should have came out and i think that's where the experience comes into play i think that lavera would have had that save
1: maybe maybe as a though he's he's younger he's still you know that might
0: be a deal. Well, I want to hear you guys' predictions for these matches. Uh, We have San Luis who upset Monterrey. Will they continue their upset? They play against Pachuca, the number one team in the league.
3: Man. No, uh, it ends here for, for San Luis, man. The I'm right it. Here. It ends here.
2: <laughs> I'm going to trust go and I'm, a, I'm a going to go with the elbows forecast.
0: If I'm not mistaken, um, they did fl- play Pachuca in the first match of the season. They lost 2-0, so that was back in January. A lot has changed since then. And they do have Sambuesa, so keep that in mind. But I do think Pachuca will take this.
1: I think I think the curse of the super leader strikes.
2: Oh, somebody's gonna be—I like somebody's that. Somebody's gotta
1: be a contrarian. I'll go for it. I like good. that.
2: That's a good take. San Luis
1: though. in two games. What's up?
2: Both damn.
1: No, no, they win the series in two games.
2: Oh, okay. I thought you said two.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, again, keep in mind that uh, Partuca
0: has home field advantage for the entire tournament. And the draw does go to them because they, they finish higher in the table. So a draw does nothing for San Luis. They weren't they're not gonna be able to to get past them like they did Rayados with that 2 2. So that's something to keep in mind. Um we have Puebla versus America.
2: No, I think the Lar Carmon joy right ends here, man. He suffered too much in the 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 team sort of like lost some of its luster in this closing uh, of the tournament of the season. I think America's gonna
0: in regular season, uh, they tied one, one. This was the first match of, of the season. So take that with a grain of salts
3: and uh, and America's coming in, playing good ball, right? What was it? Their last five games they hadn't lost. Yeah, they were, they were also doing really good. So... Um, I think they ride that into, into this and and, and and beat Puebla.
0: I think this is about momentum, though, and they took a week off. In fact, all these teams took a week off, and I think that's going to be an advantage in that first game. Uh, San Luis, Puebla, Chivas, and Cruz Azul all need to take advantage of the fact that they didn't have a, a break. They, they were playing.
1: I'll hedge my bet here. If Puebla scores first... I think the, the chorizazo the chorizo will be too much for America to
2: resist. Isn't it Camote, dude? Camote? Camoteros <laughs> de Puebla. Yeah, it's Camote. You're, you're, uh, you're, right, you're right. thinking Toluca, Toluca, Oh, yeah, yeah. Toluca. Right? Yeah, you got yours. All right, let me take it back. Camote hey. power. Can we edit that in, in, the,
1: in, the, in the... It's live,
2: dude. There is no editing. Yeah. No, no, but I know, but when it goes to Spotify... You got your phallic so, foods. Just no, in real- <laughs> there, buddy. Um,
1: <laughs> I, I do think form like does. Jorge, Ramos taking a PK,
0: huh? <laughs> <laughs> I do think form matters, and let's not forget, you know, Basatlán did did come back and, and so climb back in that match. So I have a feeling that América is going to have an easy easy one in the office. Uh, this might be the tightest one: Cursa versus Tigres.
2: I'm gonna go. I'm Team Piojo. I'm. A, I'm. am I'm gonna go with. Tigres.
1: I think that's the toughest one to call.
2: Also, it seems like the coach wants to leave. Man, it seems like, like his, his time there is up. You know, from when he arrived and he and he became champions with them, and then everything leading up until now, it just seems like. Things sort of fell apart.
3: Yeah, and I was gonna go with that. I think that the, the, the <laughs> fact that they're not looking all that sharp, uh, you know, probably does have something to do with the with the coach. And didn't yeah, did he actually submit his resignation at one point during the season?
2: Yeah, they you know, and that that was talked about a lot. That and that they didn't accept it, and it had to do with one of the directivos that brought him in it's no longer there, and he was probably working. You know, it was probably, it was probably had good working conditions because you know how it could be in Liga MX with directivos. Yeah. They'll come and they'll switch your stuff up, man, flip it upside down. Right, right. And and, and
3: I think because of that, and again, they, they haven't looked all that great as of late, even though they've advanced. I think, I think, uh, uh Piojo is, uh, you know, Probably the he might be the best Mexican coach right now, right? So, at the moment, so uh, I think he'll have the team ready, and I think Jignac uh, uh, he was practicing, right? So I think he's ready to play.
2: So, yeah, I, I know Tira sort of took some L's, but man, I think overall they they're pretty stacked squad, and Piojo's always been pretty good in. In, uh, in Liguilla, man, he, he rarely, you know, he, he's rarely gotten, uh, you know, washed, you know, in, in these type of games. It very, his teams will lose. It will be very difficult for his teams to lose. Like it will be like over the draw or penalties. You you rarely see his team get, you know, just get dominated.
0: Tigres and Cruz Azul met each other match week eight. They tied 2-2. Uh, Tigres were up 2-0, and, and Cruz Azul came back in the second half to, to tie the game. Uh, I do think that Tigres are the superior team. Cruz Azul hasn't been the most consistent. Uh, again, Necaxa uh, brought them to penalties, and they, they barely were able to get that victory. So uh, I think Tigres got this pretty easily. And uh, we, we we already talked about Chivas Atlas, but I do want to hear you guys... Confirm your predictions for that one. Uh, if you guys forgot, Chivas were clinging onto a one-goal lead in regular season, and then Atlas tied the game last minute. So yeah,
2: I, I feel we will have. I think it'll be a close match, but I, I see. Uh, I see Lord Chain winning this and and taking the team to the next. To the First next of realm. his name. <laughs>
0: So yeah, we, I think Lord yeah.
1: Chang takes the team, takes, uh, leads Chivas. But I think, uh, this is a series where he gets exposed and he, this is, you know, he makes it
2: this the stand This is the end of the, this no, is the of the this ride. will
1: be the end, but no, but he's gonna, this is where he gets figured out, but it's just still the team's momentum carries him. So ah. I'm with you. I, I, I think he wins this, but I think, you know, he's not going to walk over them like he did, uh. Pumas
2: um, and uh... No, I think they fought harder for any of the games Pumas has, has been you know, the one where they look more dominant, but the, you know, you've seen the team pretty much um hanging on to, to some of the results
0: My predictions for all these is there's going to be the obvious victories, right? And one upset, so I think Chivas will be the upset um, you know, cause Atlas did finish higher in the table. They are the current champions and, and, and Chivas beating them would be considered an upset. So I'm going to go with Chivas on this one and I'll be honest, man, I don't think it's going to be close. Uh, I think Chivas have this huge momentum going on right now. They do have the advantage as far as the location of these matches. Uh, both games will be at home for them. And, uh, I think that the fans are going to be the 12th man in this one. And you have a a really good team right now. You have a really good streak going. I honestly think they'll win the first match, like 3-0. Oh, hey, wow!
1: In Guadalajara proper, though, Atlas has a pretty big fan base too,
2: right? Uh, yeah, they do. I've been telling, I've been telling Jaime, but I'm gonna let him see it for himself. Uh, Godasol, <laughs> your 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 hot take here.
3: I I, I think I'm kind of leaning with uh, with uh, Profe there, where I I, I think. I think this is going to be a really difficult series. I do think Chivas is going to make it through, but I I do also think we're going to see a lot of flaws from, from Dick chain and, uh, (laughs) but but this is where they discover him a little bit, but you know who he is and and, and what he's made of, but I think he's got the team hot, right? Like they they got, he's got a white hot. And uh, I I think that that's going to be just enough to carry them over on this one.
2: I, and I think when they, they've when got they, nothing to
3: lose, man, they have nothing to lose, and I think no, that's what they can run
2: Yeah, that's true. I, I just want to say one more thing about that match. There's going to be some orbo here, as far as like uh, the hinchas, because they have you know it was the Atlas fans that got in that scuffle with um, what was Queretaro. it, Querétaro? And yeah, then supposedly blankers. they were gonna not allow but barab- the supporters, the ultras, barra bravas, whatever you wanna call them. But that doesn't seem to be the case for this classico Tapatio. It looks like they will be they will be admitted into the stadium. So there might be a little bit of that of because this this should be a very heated, you know, heated rivalry match, just cause uh as you guys said, Atlas is defending champions, and Yuka is coming in hot. So, um, yeah, you don't want you don't want them, you know, losing their crown to to their heated rivals. So hey, Jolie, there might be what's... some some there in in the stands of what might happen.
1: What words what might some of the chants uh, uh, from both fan bases or or, or ultras uh,
2: include? Because <laughs> oh, I know one think of them they get demonetized Brata. if we if we say those words.
1: <laughs> we'll be what demonetized? Demon- uh, demonetized? Uh, dude. I don't know. All right, man.
2: All right, well,
1: I, I know chivas they get called cabras as a derogatory term. That's
2: that's is that even that's bad? That's a pretty tame one. Margaras. I don't. I don't. I don't, I've never yeah, seen and- the. I've seen the Atlas bad.
1: fans called, I've seen Atlas, uh, they, they're called uh, Margaritas by uh, Chivas fans.
2: Hey but that was oh. like kind of their nickname. Yeah, but it's used <laughs>
1: kind of, you know. It, I just like the, you know, the <laughs> I like the
0: Rojinegro Cagón, Ka- that's my favorite one.
2: Uh, <laughs> <laughs> they don't seem that bad, you know. Sort of seems yeah. like what you're your friend. <laughs> I don't, I, I know that rivalry is very heated, especially in in Guadalajara. But I never heard something that I thought, "Damn, that's that sounds," you know.
1: It hey, was well, the, the famous chat. The famous chat did start in Guadalajara.
2: Ah, uh, that yeah, wasn't
1: important. Important. It was it was Atlas fans.
2: Yeah, but that was aimed at just the goalkeeper, Oswaldo. Go? Yeah, one of their own. <laughs>
0: Well, I will say that this match um, compared to other seasons, this one's going to be the one to look out for, you know, you know, Atlas are coming off the championship and they feel like they, they are the better team and uh, Chivas just happened to catch some lightning in a bottle. So it's going to be a really good one. I don't think I've been a, this excited for a league match in a long time. And, you know, Chivas do have the upper hand as f- if you look at history um, when they have matched up in the at least like the last two times they've, they've eliminated Atlas. So, uh, I'm feeling good about this one and, uh, very excited to see these games happen, uh, this week. Uh, the first leg will be on a Thursday at 7 PM. Um, and then the return leg will be on Sunday at four. Uh, do you guys have any closing thoughts before we wrap up episode 334? Yeah.
1: Hey Jaime, I, I just wanna say this is a different Atlas though. They're they're run very well, right, since uh Orlegi Sports took over.
2: Took him two years to win it. But yes.
0: Yeah. Oh yeah, definitely it's a different team and they obviously finished higher in the table than, than Chivas, but uh I think psychologically Chivas have the advantage. Hmm.
2: Wait, that was your closing thought,
1: Joanne. Yeah I, I uh, I, yeah, I just think, yeah, it's something to like a closing question. It, it, well, you know, my thoughts are more questions than than answers. Uh, I see, I see. That's just how I process information. You know, it's like I, I've been wanting to ask Jolie since Dick Chain. He's Lord Chain, <laughs> first of his name. Are, am, did yeah. you Are you going to kneel? Are you a kneeler now? <laughs>
2: The knee, I have the knee we we're in the same side, you know when you're opposite, you have to take the knee to Pelias to so, admit that he's, he's so you're bending the right. knee
1: to Lord chain is what I'm saying yeah. asking
2: oh, you only bend the knee, if you're from the rival, so um, we're from the same house there, Juwan and you no. Know. I, let Come me on, let me ask you guys
0: this. I mean, I forgot to ask this. Do you guys want him to stay as a permanent coach based on these results, or is it too 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 soon to call him uh, the coach permanently?
1: I think if he wins, I think if he makes the final, he should stay. For me, it's if he makes the final, then he deserves you know his full year at least, full year contract back him a little.
3: Yeah, I'm thinking if for me it's uh, if if he doesn't get exposed and and he does have a a good response to anything Atlas throws at him, you start you and, and he gets by Atlas. You start thinking about it a bit more. <sighs> Shit. Yeah, no, it's it, it's it's tough because I know that that Chivas has sort of jumped the gun when when they've gotten a coach that got a little hot there at the end, and uh, and we've signed him and it hasn't worked out well, but. I think you st- you do start considering it if they can get by Atlas. I think that that's the thing, and if not, if this these Bielsa rumors are are right, the question then becomes, you know, do you want to blow it all up and uh, and start over from from scratch? Because that's what Bielsa's likely going to do.
2: Yeah, he will rework everything, including the youth. But I, I don't I don't believe the Bielsa rumors. I've been hearing those rumors for like over 10 years now. Uh, I just don't, I don't buy into them at this point. Um, I do, I I would keep them. I normally against Interinos like that. And I think the way this, everything has happened with Chivas sort of been like, uh, you know, it was like chaotic. And then through all that chaos came that order from from the team losing all those players or not even, and not not just losing players, but not being able to to bring in like refuerzos, uh, just even forced forced a lot of the youth or sped up their process into the first team. And we've seen how many have gotten, how many have been getting debuted and how many have been getting playing time. And all of that um, slowly has been building up to, the, to this team now, and and then what, what Leano cost, you know, he sort of, he sort of like got Buse booted. And then he, he, um, he just kind of ruined things for a bit there. And then just out of luck, very similar to Liliani at Pumas where he was just the youth coach and their coach leaves because something, he had to go home and they were like, it was kind of last minute. And they're like, just just throw that guy in. And it was very similar with uh, with Cadena, where he was he was the interim at Tapatio. And then he had, you know, that coach got fired and he took over the team. And then Leano leaves. And uh, they had no one, really, you know. They had, like, no one to take over him because... You know, we can't ignore who Leano is and, and his family and all that. And and I do believe they were saying that it was his family telling them to leave. It's like hey, you're ruining the name. <laughs> Get out you of embarrass there. me. Yeah. yeah, it's sort of like that, man. And and they had no Chivas had no plan B, man. They and it was sort of like Well Cadena's already at Tapatio, he knows the players, just throw him in there to finish the season and he ends up, you know, getting the team to perform even better than Buse, you know, a more experienced coach. And so a lot of that stuff was unexpected and all of a sudden you have a team that that's playing good and players very inspired. And so I would, I would just on that alone, I I would keep them if they, you know, I, I would, I would keep that coach because, I don't think Chivas is a team right now where they bring a coach to build the team, like it would be with Bielsa or even someone like La Volpe. It's it's Buse, I mean, it's Buse, it's Peláez doing that. He's been doing that since he came, you know, sort of like been in charge of the the whole squad of deciding who comes in and who leaves and whatnot. Um, And so... I think we see something very similar at Pachuca and Santos, where it's the directiva that handles a lot of the, you know, the club, the 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 management of of what players they're going to promote or who they're going to sell, and when one of their coaches is not working, they're able to just get rid of him, bring someone in, and it's like they don't really miss much of a beat. Pachuca's a good example, right? They just replace their coach they were having a pretty terrible season. They bring in the new coach and their first plate contenders for the title. And so I, I think that's, I, I do think that's the direction Chivas should, should take, you know, not not be dependent on coaches where coach leaves and then they have to start all over, but more like have the directiva managing the whole club, like, like Grupo Pachuca and Grupo Orlegi do with a lot of their teams and they're able to, to stay at least competitive, even when they don't do as good, they still stay competitive, you know?
1: You know, you know what, Jolie, I think you just reminded me when you mentioned the, that the players, the, all the players that were at Tapatio are performing for, for Cadena because, you know, basically he has the locker room inspired and they, and they, you know, they want to back him. And we saw something similar. I'm, I'm sure you remember this, when José Luis Real took that team uh, to the final of Libertadores. Remember, yeah. uh, after the pig flu or whatever it was, uh, Chivas went back the following year and they they skipped the um, the group stage and they went straight into knockouts. They made it to the to the final, and uh, uh, José Luis Real stayed as an interim after after that final. But the the team didn't perform as well in the league as they did in, in the Libertadores uh, knockout phase. And so I'm going to change my thought on that uh, regarding Cadena. And I think it should be championship or bust because we've seen this before where it's like you get a temporary you get Nas boost from a interim manager. Um, but long term, there's nothing there. And so if he wins the championship, he should get another, you know, another, he should get his contract, full year contract, you know, give him, you know, give him the keys of the, of the Vocho for at least a year and take (laughs) it from there.
2: But, but, you know, I I would say the management, when, when Real was there, the management was a disaster and that, you know, you need, you need that to be stable. And I feel that, I do feel that since Belize has come in, it's been at least more stable. Just judging how the team's been finishing, compare that before. I know fans don't, don't rate it as high because they feel it should be She was finishing at least top three and playing finales. And yeah, I just going off of like the record for the past 10, 20 years, I don't see why we would see it like that. It's like you hit one home run in the whole season. I don't expect you to be, you know, home run hitter. It's just, just a happened once. Yeah. Yeah. Which is what happened because we saw what happened with, Almeida which was just I think it was just in six months in the span of six months or maybe a year you know out of the three he was there one year where it was like really good great year and then everyone thinks that's how the team always plays and it's like no not really because out of six Ligillas they only qualify to three And that's more of the reality of Chivas so for me I would like it if they're playing the Campeonato, but I would first be content if every season they're always in Liguilla. and then build from that, from not just being Liguilla, being a contender, to winning every every couple years. But I wouldn't expect it like right off the bat, or someone came in and it's not happening. Get rid of him; he sucks. I, I just
1: how I many. He- Hey, remember when when Hans was in the club and the Chivas was qualifying to Liguilla, How many times uh, they made the final? How many times they made semifinals before well, they won again? They did,
2: but but you since know ninety seven. Well, and Hans, Hans and, was and, not allowed to work. I don't know if you remember, but they sent him to Costa Rica. They sent him to yeah. Chivas USA. They right. had him as youth and youth coach, and then they had him as you know. He got to
1: he lost to Hugo in the final. He
2: did.
1: So, yeah, but my point, Julie, is 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 if you're, if, I mean, it's, it's still a disappointing season if if or seasons if you went from '97 until 2006 to win a tro- you know to win another trophy. Yeah,
2: but that's been Chivas since the and '60s. I,
1: yeah, and I think you want to be you want to be like I mean, basically like the Americas, the Tigres, where they're they're every year they're. Or every other year, they're they're winning a trophy, they're winning the championship. They're, yeah, you know, well, I
2: think well, that's like, where like that's Santos, what Chivas should be aiming for. Years.
1: That that's what Chivas should be aiming for. And I mean, it remains to be seen that Pelaz can actually do that. Uh, you know, the the parameters of the work he has to do as Chivas is different from from what he had to do yeah. at América.
2: Well, and and uh, but then also also, he's been learning
1: on the fly. He's had to learn on the fly, but it, it's not a guarantee.
2: No, but you also have, like, the ownership. So if you have a Maori all of a sudden just give the keys to Leaño and it's like, all right, get to the side.
1: Yeah, and that, had to step back.
2: That's more of the same as as what was going on when Vergara was there and he kept getting rid of a lot of competent people like Lebrija and Other other, like
1: well, Lebrica quit. Remember they because they went over his head.
2: They kept, kept, they kept, yeah, they kept going over him. He's like, "What am I doing here?" Uh, You know, because he knew ultimately was he was, you know, if this team tanks, he's gonna take the whole blame. Just because you know what else,
1: (laughs) Jolie? you you know that happened around the time that they approached Bielsa, right? Because that story that um, yeah Jorge Ramos shares. Was that the that uh Bielsa? The main re- one of the reasons he didn't take the team because he told Bielsa, Hey, your wife's interfering with, with the team,
2: and, and she was,
1: <laughs> and she was so.
2: And even uh, even with the whole Cru- Cruyff thing, you know, they bring the whole Cruyff project and then they, they canceled it. I mean, if you already spent all that money, at least finish it out. If it was for like two, three years, at least let it run its course. But I think it was, what, like one year maybe? It's just a waste of time and money. Six
1: months.
2: It's <laughs> been worse, man. <laughs> yeah,
1: I mean. <laughs> yeah, see, that, it, that just
2: shows true. you that. And so, uh, Van I see it stayed like, for
1: a year, I think, right? Van Chip stayed to the, the second <laughs> oh, season, Chip, but then
2: Nacho Man came in. That's
1: yeah. true.
2: But, you know, so, I mean, we, we tend to just blame whoever's at the front, the coach or the directivo. And then we sort of like, don't say anything about like the ownership. And so now there's talk that, you know, uh, a Maori's family is getting involved. And so that's that's what's could happen if they make a strong push for a coach or for whatever. And, and it's, will a Maori give into that? And we really don't know. We really don't know what's going on. Because we don't really get first-hand info. It's all rumors, but there is some truth to them because, you know, we eventually see some of the stuff that happens that, that confirms some of the stuff. So that that's the, I would say, incertidumbre of Chivas. You know, it's like, yeah, we, we could boot Pelayas, but, and then who are you going to bring? And can you even guarantee, you know, better success? If the people on top of him keep doing the same mistakes,
1: yeah, that's that's what has me wondering about Bielsa. Like, if let's say the rumors are true and Amaury and you know, Amaury's pushing for Bielsa, and I mean, he's shown to be a different owner from his dad, he's shown to be like, okay, I'm gonna let the experts, yeah, so
2: he he wouldn't be pushing for Bielsa, he would just let let the liars. And I'm, I'm assuming tough. if he if he had him stay, you know, it must be... And you don't know if
1: Belize is pushing for Bielsa either, you know? No,
2: I mean, it does it, it seems unlikely. It's like pushing for you it to get unlikely.
1: fired. <laughs> the thing is, you don't know if, if he is going to get fired.
2: But Bielsa comes in
1: do you I mean, do you, do you picture Bielsa coming into Chivas? I mean, hypothetically, right? And making a, a transfer list. Okay, give me, uh, <laughs> you know, or oh, give, give me. No, he,
2: he's gonna know you. He can't do that at Chivas. <laughs> That's the first yeah. thing they're gonna tell him. He, you're, you're, you want five players? Like you're gonna have five choices per position. Yeah, we we probably will get maybe one out of the twenty you're asking for. Possible twenty possible, not twenty transfers. Yeah, he would know that. <laughs> He's, he, he would know that. He's like, this is. I don't think he would care though, because he he knows that stuff. But um, he's he he's um. He he's like uh, he's like the. How do you say it? Uh, Jaime, sort of like Ferguson, man. He's no one's gonna tell him what to do. So at that point, what do you need Belias for? And if you're a Maori, why why are you gonna pay this guy to just sit it out? It could be two years. <laughs> That's normally what Bielsa lasts. You know, have yeah, two years to stay what, at though, home and at Leeds, just, just wait.
1: At Leeds he had a his role he had a very cooperative role with the chairman. I mean obviously Leeds has the the, the transfer market available to Leeds is, is bigger than 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 anything Chivas could, could ever, you know, use or approach. Um but there wasn't any any reports of them actually uh of him and the chairman i forgot his name uh he was a he was the first one of the first one of the first well anyways the guy that brought him in um and i think the board actually forced him to fire Bielsa. he didn't want yeah. to do it
2: yeah and, and but you know how how you said how he is how he likes to implement all of these changes and he's not gonna sit there and and you know, discuss him with Belias. He's gonna go straight to the top and say, "This is what I want." He's not gonna go to a middleman. He he goes right to the to the top to see if if that's possible. That's what I'm saying. At this point, you don't need Belias. Well, you bring I, in I, yeah, I think he'd just... go
1: in with he'd go in with that power. Whatever whatever change. I mean, he'd have his list of demands. Maybe not necessarily players. In, in that case, he needs control of the of the youth system and the uh, and the scouting, and then
2: well you know i I coaches. just I just really quick wanted I know it's gotten maybe long, but really quick, because I know with the whole Alexis vega being they That's signed them they they signed them for what two more years with uh you know clausula he could release clause or making his transfer to Europe, you know they're gonna facilitate it if there's a good offer. Uh, and I know, like, people were blaming Pelaez, like, oh, it was gonna be on him. And but, but this is what I was like: we don't really know if he's in charge of um, of the negotiating, you know? Because at that point, if he is, that means he knows the club's finances. And and this is what I, w- I wanted to say was like the biggest money maker in Liga MX is player transfers. And so, if you're the owner of the club, you don't want to put that, you don't want to give that power to someone beneath you. It's sort of what Chivas went through because Vergara gave it to Higuera. So Higuera was the one signing players and, and selling. And, dude, you don't know how much money this dude could have taken with deals like like the one with... um. America que Hermoso. You know? And so it's like, would you make that same mistake? Would you let this guy, you know, have that much power over the club? I I saw an interview long ago where where Pelai said he never did, you know, he said like I don't I don't do the negotiating. Like he'll probably make a list. These are the players we need to keep, this we can sell, and this is dead weight. Now I could see him doing that, but I do feel if he, if he had the, um, if he could say, "Okay, I'm gonna give you two million, I'm gonna pay you this much, or this is your bonus," I think at that point they're giving them too much power. You know, it's, 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 uh, you, you know, you're letting them see the books, dude. And you don't really see that with the Liga MX. They, they keep their numbers hidden. I just, I just don't see that. I don't, I don't think that was happening.
1: Well, that's what he asked for right in the first meeting. He asked Vergara, hey, do you trust me to to run? You know, how much is Chivas worth? Do you trust me to run? Oh, but you're talking Bielsa now. I was talking for you.
2: Oh, no. Oh. Yeah, yeah. He said. I I mean, it's related. It is. I I, I didn't know where you were going with that. Yeah, because he said if he was going to do the negotiating then, and which is where he messed up because he, he Vergara trusted his wife and then he trusted Higuera. And they did they did uh, take a lot of money from the team. Just the the news, and I just found this out not that long ago with Colibris. So they sold Tapatio, and then Chivas didn't have that second division team. And we're seeing now just how important it is, you know? And so now they didn't have that team to send their best players, so they sent them to Colibris, which was owned by Higuera and also Angelica. And at this time, Angelica was on the outs. So she's still getting money from the club. And now they were paying Colibris to have Chiva players. I mean, this just sounds really stupid if you're Chivas. I was like, why, why are you paying some other club, you know, to polish your players when you had your own? Like, it just doesn't make any sense. But see, that's what happened because he, he gave, he delegated all the, you know, he let this other person control the club. And we saw now, like, like the animosity with, uh, his son, you know, when he get tries to shake his hand, and he's like, you know, get away from me. Wow. Well, what I learned from what I learned from
3: this is is two things, right? And that's that um, uh, Chivas is the original cancel culture with the Cruz team, <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs>
2: and,
3: and and that uh, what's his name, Jorge Vergara, held Angelica's hand while. Uh, Oh, <laughs> <God.
2: Tail. That's laughs> all, man.
3: Okay, those are the two things I take from it on, on, on my closing thought.
0: I love it. want to thank everyone for hopping on Twitter spaces tonight and very excited for these Ligia matchups we have this week. Let us know what your predictions are. Hit us up on Twitter. Hit us up on YouTube. Hit us up everywhere. Uh, we're going to wrap this up and we'll catch you guys.
1: Hey, what's the truth social? Uh, what's the login for that?
0: The
2: what? <laughs> truth what? So what? Is that some app? What are you talking about, want?
1: Yeah, what's the uh, the truth social? The, the To follow you there, man.
2: I don't, I don't even know what that is. <laughs> is it like a Twitter? Oh, you're talking about
1: the... Yeah, it's like the it's, hottest uh, new social media. No. Wasn't everybody TikTok. went
2: after after Elon left? I mean, bought Twitter. Uh,
0: yeah, no, yeah, I'm gonna just, wrap this just, up. But no. <laughs> <laughs> well, then you guys. Has,
2: like, the, I make,